want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the streets. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it! My life has value! I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Welcome to the Obedient Worker Podcast. I don't know what episode this is, five? Does that sound right? I am uh, Michael Doe, your humble... Three, but I have no idea. Your humble, obedient worker. And that's my co-host, Tuffy. Tuffy. There he is. Hello. And uh, Tuffy, I wasn't planning to do an Obedient Worker podcast, uh, just because it's, it's a lot of work and I gotta do a lot of research and shit. Uh, I was gonna wait till Pete Joe gets inaugurated, but we're recording this Friday night. And a lot could happen between now and then, so we might as well do a show and talk about some shit. And then we'll come back maybe the week after. I don't know. Uh, so not a lot of notes. Not a lot of research went into this, but we'll just we'll just yap, all right? We'll just yap, talk things through. Because um, it's been a wild, wild scene lately, Tuffy. Yes, it has. Um, so I think the last time we did a show, I think two shows ago, we talked about Donald Trump. Yeah. And we talked about how the media covers him and how he isn't Hitler, but he isn't your savior either. And I gave the top 11 reasons why he wasn't your savior. And then the week, the next episode was right after the election. And it was just a couple days later. And I laid out all the ways Trump could still keep being your president. And it all came down, would come to a contested election on the day they have the electoral votes. And so I'm trying to think what else, but here, here's my mistake in all that. Was I thought for sure they wouldn't be able to cover up the election fraud that long. Like the way I thought, I thought we'd go to the Supreme Court. I thought the media would be talking about it. would be a big debate about it. But really what happened in those whatever six weeks or whatever that was, the media just ignored all voter fraud whatsoever. They just pretended it didn't exist. Uh, big tech came in and just censored everything about it online on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. You tweeted anything about voter fraud, your account got suspended. The tweet got deleted. I was uh, pretty impressed that they just – I didn't think they would be able to do that. But, yeah, they did it. What did you think about the weeks leading up to the electoral vote, Tuffy? Uh, Yeah, I don't really remember at this point. Um, Yeah, I thought they'd be playing it up like both sides, like Fox News would cover like the electoral – and they'd be arguing. But, no, they all just said, no, there's no voter fraud. Nothing. Just didn't happen. Like, oh. I feel like they just kept saying, um, you know, there were election issues, but not that it should. Nobody ever said it shouldn't be certified, I don't think. And and the big thing they would always say is you can't undermine our democracy. If you if you look into these elections and you you, it'll undermine our democracy. You know what else will undermine the democracy? A fraudulent election. But again, don't believe me. Don't believe the the media. Uh. But there is overwhelming voter fraud. It's not just a little bit. They didn't just cheat a little bit. They cheated very badly with uh, 
fake ballots, the, the computer, rigged computers. And it's extensive. The evidence is extensive and it's out there. It's harder to find because they keep deleting shit. They won't let you see it, but it's there. And if you don't believe me, go look for it yourself. And again, just go back and forth between the two uh, sides of the issue and until you get to what you think is, is important. But it's there. And it's like third world country banana republic type shit. And they just covered it up. And there is no journalism in this country at all anymore. It is pathetic. And the mainstream news, no one questions anything. So we get to the uh, uh, the day of the electoral vote. And that's when all hell really breaks loose, Duffy. Yeah. Tell, tell the kids what happened. Uh, well, it started out there was a rally outside the White House, kind of, I think, uh, that Trump held that had a variety of speakers like Trump's kids and Rudy Giuliani and Trump himself. Um, you had a group of 140 Republican House members and 14 Republican senators who were going to contest the election results officially, yes. which was mostly just a time eating issue. Like it was never going to change the results, but they were going to publicly contest the results. I think required a two hour debate for every state they contested. Uh, and then the people who were at the Trump rally marched to the Capitol. And then um, stormed the Capitol, I guess would be the phrasing people are seem to be using. <laughs> Storm and, yeah, Capitol siege and they stormed the Capitol, yeah. Yeah, they pushed through the police lines of a couple of uniformed cops behind a guardrail. <laughs> yes. uh, and, and there's also a video of the cops just moving the guardrails out of the way for them as well. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, this isn't to discount that there wasn't any violence against the police officers, yes. but there was not exactly a Correct. police presence outside the Capitol. No, no there was not. And again, they knew this was happening. Like, they knew all these people were coming there, and they're like, yeah, should we have more security? Nope. Let's not do that at all. Um, uh, one other thing I wanted to point out about the uh, the weeks leading up to this is on Twitter and everywhere, you always had Trump's people, uh, the Sidney Powell, that attorney, uh, Lynn Wood, Rudy Giuliani, always tweeting, always saying, we got the evidence, we got the evidence, we got everything we need, we got everything we need, we're going to show it, we're going to show it, it's coming, it's coming. Uh, and, and again, we talked about QAnon before on the show, about how it seems like it's just a military psyop to keep people, uh, you know, brainwashed or to like that someone's going to save them, because they always just say, trust the plan, trust the plan, two more weeks, two more weeks, or it's going to happen tomorrow, just wait, trust the plan, trust the plan. And that's basically what Sidney Powell, Giuliani, and Lynn Wood were doing the whole time as well. And then nothing ever fucking happened. They yeah. never – they never – like, the evidence is there. They could easily have shown it just at a press conference or something in general, but they never did. They always kept saying they would, but they never did. Or they said, we'll have our day in court, but they never actually did have their day in court. <laughs> nothing ever yeah. happened. So then leading up to the electoral vote, they said, well, what's going to happen is on the 20th, when they go to vote, they're going to show all the uh, – they're going to present all the evidence. They didn't. They didn't do it. But Trump did have this rally, and he invited everyone down. Trump did not incite violence. That's the other thing you always hear. He incited violence. If you listen to his speeches, he was saying have a peaceful protest, not do anything violent. He didn't incite violence. But they're saying he incited violence by saying that the election was fraudulent. I don't know. That's not inciting violence. That's stating a fact. <laughs> I don't understand. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, on that day, Tuffy, all these people come to Washington, D.C., 
and they kind of it's not it's hard to say because the, the media covers it as a storming of the Capitol. That's not what it was. There were groups. The, the way this stuff works is whenever I think always remember this. How smart is the average person, Tuffy? Pretty fucking not stupid, very. right? Yeah. So that and fifty percent of the people are dumber than that. Yeah. So so everyone's dumb, and then when you get people in large groups, they get even dumber. Yeah. Even dumb. So you don't need like people were saying, uh, oh, that wasn't Trump supporters going in. That's all Antifa. No, no, no. There were Trump supporters going in, but there were also Antifa members, and also the same the same people who were riding over the summer are riding here, and they just dressed up as Trump people to to get in there, and then you put these people at the front. To try and like whip them up, agitators or undercover capital cops, undercover FBI, CIA, and they just work as agitators to whip people up and then guide them into certain places and go through here, go there, and they push them through. And again, there's many videos online you can find. Again, they're tougher to find, but uh, of of the Capitol Police opening doors for the people and inviting them inside, um, tearing down windows, inviting people inside. Then when they get inside, they're being guided around. People would, it's not a, it's not an attempted coup if people show up without guns. They kept saying, yeah. oh, it's an attempted coup to overthrow our democracy. Bullshit. It was an organized, orchestrated photo op. That's what it was. And people would have, if it was an actual revolution. And, and by the way, the other thing they always said was, this is nothing. This is not what our country stands for. This is not what democracy, no. This is the most American thing you can do. If you think your politicians are screwing you over, you should revolt. You should rise up. Uh, the only more American thing would have been if they showed up with guns and started shooting everybody. That's America. That's what America's founded on. Revolutions and violence. Uh, so to say, like, this is un-American. No, bullshit. Fuck the politicians. Fuck them. People shouldn't be scared of governments. Governments should be scared of the people. So this is when they should rise up. If they think their government's screwing them over. This is what the backbone of America should be. So anyway, besides that, <laughs> so we get in there, they get the people in the Capitol, and eventually all hell breaks loose, and we get people with uh, uh, the little buffalo, the guy with the buffalo horns on, and other yeah. people. All these professional photographers just happen to be there to take their photos, like lining up, and it, it's all just bullshit. Um, and then we get a lady who gets killed. Yeah. Uh, and Ashley Babbitt, I believe is her name. Am I remembering that properly? That sounds right. Now, have you seen the videos of the shooting, Tuffy? Yeah, I think there's three angles that I've seen. Yeah, there's a lot of angles, and there's a lot to learn from these angles. Um, what did you see, Tuffy? So the first one that came out was like the side angle that kind of um, uh, pans up to her like as she gets shot and she falls down. Then there's one that's like up against the doors where the gunshot came from behind. And so you see her like climb into the door and then she falls backwards. And then there's one from like the stairwell behind her where you see her climb up into the, the window of the door and then she gets shot. And the second yeah. one is where you see like the gun that shoots also, I believe. Yeah. It, and just so people who've never seen it, <clears throat> there's a crowd of people pushing into these glass doors and there's like glass windows on the sides of the doors. And they're trying to get in. And yeah, I think it's other... into like the speaker's lobby or something. And on the other side of these doors, there's security, but they're like in the distance. And then there's a door directly to the left, like right on the other side of the doors. And that's where the shooter comes from. 
and he sticks his arm out of the door. You see his arm come out, and he basically shoots his unarmed woman in the neck from like eight feet away, tops, and and she falls backward. All we yeah, had like to they're, do, they're like at a, they're like at a guy. doorway, and there's furniture behind at least one of the doors on the opposite side of the people, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is climbing through a broken window. Yep. To get past the doors, where really, if he just stood there and like pushed her backwards. Yes. All he had to do was just walk up and say, "Hey, get back, get down." But here's the other thing I want people to to notice when they watch these videos. Watch what's going on around. The, Tuffy, did you notice all the uh, the the security and like SWAT team uniforms with automatic rifles that were there as well? Yeah, because one of them comes up like from behind right after she gets shot. Well, they were up there first. Like, okay. there's a lot of videos you can watch, but they were up there first. And there's a guy in a suit and he's wearing a mask and he's basically directing traffic and he's telling them to go through those doors. Like, do go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. They're letting them do it. And all these security guards come up with automatic weapons, SWAT outfits. And he, they talk to the dude in the suit. The dude in the suit just tells them it's okay. So they go down the stairs. And just as they're going down the stairs, that's when the shooting happens. And then they come back up the stairs. But the, what the, the big point of all that is, though, they could have ended this at any time. They didn't want it to end. They wanted it to keep going. They wanted it to, to cause this much trouble. Now, was that lady supposed to get shot? Was that part of it? Or did that guy on the other side of the wall just panic and fuck up? I don't know. Yeah, but or were they it, directed to places where they knew there would be shooting eventually? Yeah, it just seems there like... there a lot of guns drawn, except, like, right there, um, barricaded in the house chamber was, like, the doors to the house chamber was furniture in front of it, and you see pictures of several armed guards with guns yeah. pointed at the door. Yeah, those guys... And by the way, fuck all those congressmen and women ducking into their chairs, and they're all scared. Oh, we're scared for our lives. Fuck you. You're supposed to be the leaders of this country. These these people on the other side of that door are voters, taxpayers. Not one of those fuckers got up and said, hey, let's talk to the people. <laughs> you know, let's see what others are mad about. You know, let's let's try and defuse the situation. Instead, they cower under their seats. Fuck everyone in that Congress. I can't. They're all a bunch of phony can't rat fucks. I don't like them. A true leader would have thought up and said, hey, let's try and defuse the situation. Let's see what's going on. Yeah. And uh, you always find out about, oh, there's shots. There's shots. The only sh- gunshot was fired by security about against that lady in the neck. That was the only shot. No one else. Yeah. None of the supposed uh, rioters had guns. None of them. And so it was basically an organized uh, guided tour of the Capitol. And then they prompted people to do some stuff. Do this. Go ahead. Go through those windows. And one one of the guys who was there before that girl went through, he he did an interview afterwards saying that he, they told us to go through that window. And he said it could have easily been me going through that window, but she went through first. So uh, I don't know. And she's like a 14-year military veteran, right? Wasn't that her deal, her backstory? Yeah, she was an Air Force veteran. Yeah. yeah now she's called domestic terrorist and all this other shit. All right, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, go back and watch those videos. There is plenty of security there. With automatic weapons, they could have ended it at any point, and they were told not to by a dude in a suit. And then also there's other videos that show before that where, as I mentioned, you have the big crowds, and you have a couple people leading the way. uh, And you have a dude who uh, is kind of telling people what to do, and he gets a helmet, and he's uh, punching through the class with a helmet. And then when the shooting happens, 
this guy was wearing a wacky hat, glasses, and a shirt, and a coat and stuff. When the shooting happens, he goes down the stairs, running past the, the security guys with the automatic weapons. They just let him go by. And he goes, he doesn't leave though. He wa- there's another angle that shows that he just goes around the corner and he gets in the middle of the steps and he start. he takes off his hat, he takes off his coat, his shirt, and he puts him in a backpack he has just to change his appearance, to make it look like he's a different dude. But he stays there. He doesn't leave. The, this is all fucked up. This is all pre-planned, uh, psyop kind of bullshit that they were doing. And yeah, it's just, there's a Japanese reporter who breaks down the video. I can't remember her name. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't even remember the guy who interviews her, but they break down the video and they show you all this stuff. And of course, the one guy who filmed the one angle of the shooting, he is an Antifa fella. And I guess he just got arrested yesterday, I believe. They actually did arrest him because they didn't charge him at first at all. Um, so the, the point is, this was all orchestrated. This was allowed to happen. Like, if, if you think they couldn't have security in place to prevent this, come on. It was allowed to happen. And now, Tuffy, I don't know if you've heard this, but, like, I guess yesterday or the day before, and I think uh, Nancy Pelosi, who every time I mention her, I have to remind you she's the dried-up husk of an alcoholic cunt, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, but Nancy yeah. Pelosi today was, like, crying or something, saying that she thinks that people in Congress, like, helped plan this, and it was or, – it was uh, – because their panic buttons in their offices were disconnected, and there's other signs that p- things were done ahead of time. So I imagine they're going to try and pin it on certain Republicans being involved. And it's it's all just a big fucking circus, a big puppet show. Um, it, it it harkens back to 1933 Germany, the Reichstag fire, when the Nazis uh, attacked their own parliament, set it on fire. And then blame the communists and because it riled people up. So now because of this, of course, all Trump supporters are domestic terrorists. It's not bad enough that they're all white supremacists and Nazis. Now they're domestic terrorists. And it just further dehumanizes political opponents. And now anyone who supports Trump or doesn't go along with this, you're a domestic terrorist. And they can shut you down. And notice the timing of this as well. Because you mentioned Trump gave a speech. They started doing the electoral vote. I, I believe Arizona started to say they're going to contest the vote. And then this happened. And then when the, when all the, uh, people come back in to continue the electoral voting, what happened, Tuffy? All these Republicans who, who were saying they were going to contest the votes, they all washed their hands of it and said, oh, we can't have nothing to do with Trump now. This yeah, violence. Seven of the 14 senators who were going to contest it did not contest it. This, this violence is too much. It's too much. We can't support Trump. So it just gave them an excuse to not go through with it so they could still hold some favor. And even loyal Trump supporters after this happened are like, oh, this is too much. It's just crazy. It's too much. We just need peace. Get Trump out of here. It's so fucking – this was a false flag from start to finish, and it's aggravating to me that people don't – they just take it at face value. They're like, oh, yeah, this is – yeah, no one's pulling strings on this one. Nope. So I don't know. Anything else happened that day, Tuffy, that you wanted to mention? Uh, it, nothing it that sticks out to me. Because then in the days, again, this is classic problem reaction solution shit. They they create the problem by allowing people to go into there, not putting up security. 
they let this happen. And now the reaction is people are outraged about Trump supporters and domestic terrorism, trying to overthrow our, our precious democracy that's being overthrown. That's, <laughs> that's being overthrown. Uh, again, don't worry about the fraudulent election. That's fine. Um, but this is too much. So what's the solution? Well, you got to crack down on these domestic terrorists. You got to ban Trump from Twitter. You got to kick all his supporters off Twitter. You got to delete them off Facebook. You got to put them on no fly lists. You can't let them get around. We got to track them. We got to track them. If you ever had a picture on social media with a MAGA hat, guess what? They got you on a list. Um, they're going to be tracking you. Now, is this podcast going to get me on a list? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm supposed to fly to Disney in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Tuffy tries to go to Disneyland, and uh, sorry, you can't get on the list. You're on the list. No fly list. Sorry, Tuffy. But uh, it, like, I don't understand. You see these, uh, these these left Democrats. They're celebrating the fact that Trump. They're they're talking about cutting Trump out of like Home Alone two, going back and altering Home Alone two to take Trump out. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> what is going on? And uh, but but these people are celebrating the fact that, that censorship exists. And they're like, well, if you don't like it, it's a private platform. Go start your own platform. So then when people do start their own platform, that parlor, they still ban it. They, they still don't let it on the Yeah, then they say we apps. can't host your platform on our cloud server. Yeah, it's insanity. And people are celebrating it. They love it. Uh, the other aspect of the censorship part is that it's just more proof of the corporatocracy that we live in because it's not like these senators all had a change of heart. It was that all of these major donor corporation said we can't give you money anymore because of this and 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 look at how uh this incident was covered and how the BL, blm riots throughout the summer were covered those were much much worse they were burning buildings i think they, over 70 people died and yeah, over they 100... held a several square block portion of seattle for a number of days <laughs> or weeks no, may, over 100 officers were injured or killed Burning, uh, small businesses were ruined and destroyed, and it went on for months and months and months. And how did the media cover that? Oh, mostly peaceful protests for how that was covered. And uh, they had corporate backing. They had everyone loved it. No one complained one second about it. Yet now look at how they cover this, where the only person – well, I guess a, a police officer did end up dying, but there's sketchy about whether that happened. Like people were saying he was beaten in the face with a fire extinguisher. And uh, and then later he ends up dying of a stroke um, later that day. So but there's questions about whether that fire extinguisher story is true. And his family even came out and said, don't make this a political thing. And he's dead. So who knows? I, I still don't know all what happened with that guy. Um, and then a couple other people supposedly died of medical emergencies. And that tends to happen when you have a bunch of people together in large groups and yeah, not the best of health. Raised himself in the nutsack. Someone tased themselves in the nutsack? That was one of the people who supposedly died accidentally tased himself, possibly in the balls. <laughs> I did not hear that. Wow. That'll do it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then another guard, uh, I think, Capitol security officer ended up committing suicide, and then another protester ended up committing suicide. I, I don't know. Um, but again, if you, the only. Gun violence was a security guard shooting an unarmed woman in the neck. That was it. Yeah. And imagine if that would have happened during the BLM, BLM protest if 
A police officer shot an unarmed person in the neck. Holy fuck. Holy yeah. fuck. But, nope, nothing here. And, and, of course, the argument is, well, she shouldn't be in the Capitol. She shouldn't be, yeah, obviously she shouldn't be breaking in the Capitol, but you don't have to shoot her in the neck. Like you said, all that guy had to do is just walk up to her and put the gun in her face and say, hey, back, get back down. <laughs> get back down. Yeah. That's all you had to do. Yeah, because the, the other aspect of it is there was almost no resistance to the protesters, like, at any point in any of this. And if they had put up a resistance, these people would have probably not pushed their way through a gunfight. And if you can watch that video, again, there's many videos of the shooting. So depending on how, if you can watch the longer version of one where she, after she gets shot, the people around her, they think like it's all like a big act or something. They think it's like a play. They're still taking selfies. They're still filming it. Uh, The cops have to yell and scream like, get back, get back. We need to save her, get back. And then you pan down the the aisle. People are just sitting in lines along the hallway. If that was an actual riot and and one of your uh, riders gets shot, Things don't yeah, that calm guy would down. have been overrun. Yeah, they don't calm down after that. It gets crazier after that. Shit yeah. gets nuts. But everyone who got it was everyone's just like, "Oh, what happened there? Oh, what happened?" And they're just like looking around, and no one's getting violent, no one's yelling, no one's screaming. Uh, it's just fucking nuts. It was all just a big stage play. And then I just don't know if that lady was supposed to get shot though. I think it was maybe that guy just jumped the gun and acted stupid, or was she supposed to get shot? Well, I mean, he's just a security guard posted at some sensitive part of the building where they had guys with guns. The only thing about that, though, that is, is why didn't he come out? If he's doing his job, why didn't he come out and confront her, like we said, and just push her back down? Or he stays in that office, shoots, and then goes right back in the office. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, he again, if you're the person facing a mob, you don't necessarily know what kind of mob it is. But you. Yeah, yeah, who knows? He he could be detached. But again, we had the security. He may not have known the security was right there behind them on the steps and all that. Yeah. Uh, the the other video that was hilarious was, did you see the one video where the there's like a lone guard? Um, these people coming yeah, in the hallway. Yeah, up the stairs. <laughs> like Paul Blart, mall cop, running up the stairs. Yeah, like first he's standing there, <laughs> and then he turns around to run up some stairs, and he had already dropped his baton or asp or whatever he had. Uh, like, hilarious. he has to turn around to pick it up on his way back up the stairs. And if you look at, like, the people chasing him, they, they're, like, hesitant. They don't know what to do at first. And then they chase him a little bit. Then they slow yeah, down. Yeah, there's, like, one him. guy who's kind of really chasing him, and everybody else is just kind of strolling behind that guy. <laughs> and then, of course, there's someone at the top of the stairs filming all this because, you know, And then, again, like, <laughs> nobody watching any of this has any sense of the architecture or like what is where in the building. So he's a hero because he led them away from like the vice president or something. Yeah, sure. Um, it's like, that guy was just running up some stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Trying not to and get again, run over. There's other video again, where uh, people come into a window, one of the offices and a lady appears with a bullhorn and she starts shouting out directions on what to do and where to go in the floor plans of the offices. Yeah, like that guy running up the stairs, he was um, Han Solo on the Death Star when he runs into that room and it's full of stormtroopers, and he just, like, turns around and books it, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Yeah, it was, like, hilarious, though. But it's people are – it seems like people are waking up a little bit. Like, they're starting to put the pieces together. Like, they're identifying some of the people involved and, like, oh, yeah, well, this guy isn't a Trump supporter. This guy isn't – 
but it, it's going to be hard. Like you'll never convince everyone, but I, I don't know. I, it's uh, they had to crack down on. They had to crack down on social media just because it's so hard to control a narrative now with technology the way it is. So you have to crack down on it or you'll never be able to sell bullshit anymore. And so this this U.S. Reichstag fire is just to try and crack down and get that more control over information, you know? Um, yeah. Now, I'm not saying what did or didn't happen or who's controlling or isn't controlling what, but it's kind of like, okay, if you set it up so Trump gets out of office, you need him to be quiet after he's out of office. And if you take yeah. him off Twitter, he's pretty quiet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but here's the other thing, because we talk about how Trump, um, you know, he's not your savior. So you're telling me Trump couldn't see this coming? He, This is the guy who's supposed to be playing 4D chess and always one step ahead of the deep state. He couldn't see this coming, having all these people come down to the Capitol that day? He knows just as well as anybody how easily these mobs are able to be manipulated. You know, it it doesn't take much just, uh, you know, to light that spark. Yet he didn't prepare for this at all. So Tuffy, you know, it almost seems like he's part of it and he allowed this to happen so that we get it. Because we talked about how it's all basically WWE. It's just a big puppet show and they're all on the same side. So this would be pretty good evidence that Trump is in it with him, the fact that he allowed this to happen. Um, and this goes back to what I said on the one episode, how I talked about how my uncle, who's a super liberal Democrat, and years ago he told me that Trump was just installed to take down the Republican Party. This was before the election. He said he was the candidate. He didn't think he was going to win the election. He thought he was just going to be the Republican candidate to like kill the Republican Party and let Hillary get in. And then on the show a couple weeks ago or months ago when we did it, I said, uh, yeah, but how did that work out? It seems like the Republican Party's stronger than it's ever been under Trump. But now it's like dead because of this capital thing. Um, yeah. Well, it's not dead. It's not dead because the people were start like a lot of a big portion of the Republican support still sees through this. And they still but they still believe Trump's their hero. And where I. You know, you could say that Trump just set everybody up to get whacked, you know, um, because how do you identify the people that won't go along with the mission? You start QAnon, on, you get them real wound up, wound up, you bring them to one place, you start putting them on the list. Uh, I guess in the 1920s, the Russians, they did a, something called Operation Truth, I, I think, or Operation Trust, where they just for they created a fake Bolshevik like. Um, group to try and like identify the real ones. So they get them to join to like say, you know, and then they they just round them all up. And it seems like that's what they're doing here with the QAnon people. They, they created it to try and get everyone to join who would be against the party, the party, the globalist party. And then now that they've been identified, they just round them all up. So, and that would mean that Trump was part of it all along. So, I don't know. It's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, uh, just discussing this now, it's um, rings similar to 9-11 theories where you allow an inciting incident to happen. Problem, reaction, solution. That <laughs> That's you definitely could have stopped yep. if you really wanted to. 
And now every state capital is going to be ringed by National Guardsmen for the next week and a half. Yeah, D.C., apparently the the, the preparations for the inauguration, they, they've, they've constructed a fence. Have you seen this stuff? Have they put up a security fence? No. Yeah, apparently. I haven't seen it, but uh, they fenced off a large area of D.C., and they have it like with barbed wire and stuff. And there were between twenty five and thirty thousand National Guardsmen in D.C. at the moment preparing. Yeah, uh, to, more than in uh, Afghanistan and Syria combined, I believe. Are all in for D.C. right now. All for security for the inauguration, or is it, Tuffy? Because <laughs> as hard as it is to believe, the QAnon folks are still clinging to hope that Trump is a good guy, that he yeah. is your savior. Also, usually when the political leaders gather the military in the Capitol, it's not um, for security. Well, that's what they're saying it's for, for the security. But the Trump people, the, the loyalists, are saying they're there to actually arrest everybody. On For Trump? For Yeah, they're going to arrest Biden and all the uh, Pelosi and those types for treason and, rigging, and doing the fake election. Because uh, there's also reports... Uh, we didn't even talk about this, but as part of the there's stories coming out of Italy that Italy was involved in the rigging of the election. Apparently, some guys appeared in court and gave a sworn affidavit that he was part of it. So I don't know. And the yeah. Italian government is kind of like tanking at the moment. And I guess yeah. today it came out like five different nation governments are kind of like the leaders are stepping down. Um, I don't know. There's a lot going on. But so. The, the uh, QAnon folks are saying what's going to happen. What's going to happen is on Inauguration Day when all so it's going to be like uh, Order 66 in Star Wars. I don't know what that is. That is where uh, the emperor who had pre-programmed the clones to turn on all the Jedi. It's in episode three, I think. Yeah. Palpatine's the chancellor and, you know, the Jedis are fighting against the unknown Sith Lord. And then he executes Order 66. And all of a sudden, all the clones who are fighting for. With the Jedi in the Clone War, just turn and light them up. <laughs> yeah. So, while well, the Democrats and Biden think they're going for the inauguration. Oh, by the way, Lady Gaga is going to sing the national anthem. If that's <laughs> and, and Tom yeah. Hanks is hosting it. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything bad about Tom Hanks. I know you but, have yes. views, but. but holy fuck, Lady Gaga and Tom Hanks. And, and again, Lady Gaga, Hunter Biden, banger. And uh, if you want to see photos of it, you can go to his laptop. Um, but yeah, like she, like if you say satanic celebrity, I, I think she's in the top three, right? I mean, she's right there. <laughs> she's singing the national yeah. anthem. So. Yeah, I'd put her and Katy Perry and, uh, <laughs> so not sure who else would be in that group, but it's, it's almost like they're just rubbing Madonna, I guess, would be number one. Lady Gaga, faces, two, they're just rubbing people's faces in it. Like, here we go. <laughs> Gaga. So, according to the Trump folks, what's going to happen is on the the inauguration day, when everyone's gathered within that area, the protected area, they're not going to be in there to be protected. They're going to be in there to be imprisoned, and they're going to be arrested. And and good yes. will reign supreme. The good guys will win. The, the white hats will win. So I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen either. Uh, you got three possibilities. That I guess could theoretically happen. I don't know. Nothing's impossible. I guess. Uh, the most likely thing to happen is Biden just gets sworn in and no trouble at all. Nothing happens at all. Yeah. <laughs> that would seem to be like the most likely. Yeah. And uh, you could also see another incident of a false flag situation. Um, 
or maybe something very bad happens. And that <laughs> gets blamed on all conspiracy theorists and, and QAnon on folks again. And uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Should be an interesting day. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's interesting times we live in, Tuffy. Interesting times. Now, I just uh, I should check online here for uh, breaking news because there was something else. Um, like there, there was a QAnon post back in like uh, June of last year or something, or, or no, maybe it was just this year. But they, it, you know how QAnon, they, they can't just say what it is. They always have to put it in these coded messages. Yeah. But they had like six things. It listed six things, and the first one was uh, president off Twitter. And then the second one was communication blackout or shutdown or something like that. And then something about Pence and Pelosi. And then, but basically the, the things could be, it could be stretched that all the things happened in order that they've all happened. And then the number six was Castle Rock, or I think it wasn't even numbered. It was just at the bottom, which is a Castle Rock. And no one knew what that meant. And then so right before, production. <laughs> no. So then right before the show, uh, there were reports that Air Force One landed in Colorado Springs, Colorado, which is just outside of Castle Rock. Yeah, that's where the Air Force Academy is. Yeah, and I, I guess think. there's other military stuff in Colorado and all that kind of stuff. But uh, so they're saying that, see, it's all coming true. Trump has now landed in Castle Rock and he's getting to be a safe spot before they round up all the criminals. But uh, yeah. Okay. I don't think is that why he's not going to the inauguration? I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. And not it's, because he's just a petty, sore loser. I feel bad because, uh, again, these QAnon folks, at their heart, they're good people hoping against hope that good triumphs over evil. But, you know, it's a rigged game and there is no good. That's the unfortunate news. Um, I don't think there are good guys. They're just shades of gray at best. Um, but, uh, I don't think anyone's coming to save us. <laughs> no politician is coming to save us. This is yeah. just what it is. Get ready. It doesn't get any better from here. It's downhill from here. The only hope, if you're an American citizen, the only hope you had, uh, would be if Trump was legit and there were good guys trying and they were going to take down the evil. But yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Um, there is a quote I want to read from uh, 1984 that I think, of course, there's millions of quotes in 1984 that are relevant these days. But uh, this one caught my eye. Just uh, And if you've never read 1984, please do. Um, we'll, we should probably do an episode on just uh, 1984 and Brave New World because yeah, Huxley and uh, – Read 1984. You've read 1984? No, I have not read 1984. Uh, yeah, you got to read it. Because uh, Huxley did Brave New World, and, uh, of course, uh, Eric Blair was uh, George Orwell's one name. And they weren't just dudes. They had some connections. That's currently out of people stock knew people. until January 25. Oh. <laughs> no, no shit. Really? Yeah. Um, but they, they knew people who knew people who, uh, you know, they there's a reason they wrote those books with the things they did, because <laughs> they had some info. But anyway, uh, here's a quote from 1984. Quote, every record has been destroyed or falsified, every book rewritten, every picture has been repainted, every statue and street building has been renamed, 
Every date has been altered, and the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except the endless present in which the party is always right. And I think that really sums up what's been going on <laughs> in the last last couple of years. Like tearing down the statues and doing rewriting history, taking Trump out of Home Alone 2. <laughs> like they're doing everything they can to just yeah. take away any connection to history. or And eventually we'll just get where the party says something and it is right. Don't question the party. Now, people who love the Democrats right now, they think this is great because Trump's evil. Trump's evil. He's so bad. Guess what, motherfuckers? They're going to spin it on you soon, you know, just because you like the these Democrats the way they are now. That doesn't mean they're always going to – someone worse could be coming along, and then you and your family and the people you love will be called, uh, uh, you know, racists and uh, white supremacists and domestic terrorists. They're going to spin it on you eventually. Celebrate all you want now, but you're going to be censored next. It's going to come to everybody's front door. So good luck. If you let it happen now, it's going to keep happening. They're not going to stop. So I don't know. Whatever. Everyone's good, though. Everyone's good. <laughs> good versus evil. But you, you wonder why, like, uh, how does this happen? Like, how did the Nazis, how did they get people to round up the Jews and do all the things with the Jews? Because you dehumanize them. You make yeah. them like they're... And that's exactly what is going on right now to a political opposition to Democrats. They're just being dehumanized. And so, man, it's crazy. Because every villain, you always say good villains, they always think they're doing good in their own twisted view of reality. They're all doing good in their own mind. So people are cheering censorship because they think it's good. Let that sink in. In America, they're cheering censorship. So, uh, Yeah. It's insanity. Yeah, PBS just had a good uh, three-part documentary on called Rise of the Nazis. That was interesting. Ah, yeah. Oh, and it was set in Germany, not in America today? It was set back then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Twitter. Like, a couple of days after they banned Trump and all supporters off Twitter, they uh, they put out a tweet about the Ugandan elections and how they need <laughs> they need to keep... They were mad because they were trying to like cut off internet access in Uganda or something. Like, no, you got to have free speech in Uganda. You go, oh, okay. Just, uh-huh. All right, all right, Twitter. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess the little messages at the bottom of the tweets weren't doing enough. <laughs> yes. This elect uh, this uh, reports of election fraud are disputed. Uh, Which again. um I know one of the other big topics has been Section 230 of whatever Communications Act about regulating these social media companies. And then they take the position that we're just a platform. We're just, we don't, you know, we don't do anything. We don't control the content. We're just a platform. And it's like you actively control everything everyone sees because otherwise you can't make money by selling ads related to the things that you want them to see. And and keep in mind, uh, Twitter, there's still all cra- kinds of crazy porn on Twitter, all kinds of pedophiles. Uh, legit terrorist organizations still have Twitter accounts. <laughs> like uh, horrible, horrible people yeah. have Twitter accounts. Yet the president of the United States got kicked off. Th- think of all the horrible things Brandon had said about Trump in the last four years. Just horrible, <laughs> vile, disgusting things about Donald Trump where he tagged Donald Trump. Brandon never got suspended, never got anything. 
I told John Podesta once not to forget his handkerchief when he packed for Dubai, and I got suspended. <laughs> yeah, even the Ed got suspended. <laughs> yes, Ricky Gervais pulled the string to get him suspended. So I just, it, it's crazy. And people are like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's normal. As long as you agree with me, you're cool. But if you disagree, you're a racist, white supremacist, domestic terrorist. And you need to go, because that's what America is all about. Everyone agreeing. Yeah. So, I don't know, Tuffy. Dark days, Tuffy. Dark days. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll just be in my apartment. Go to work. Yeah. Well, what what about when they come to your apartment, knock on the door, and say, "Hey, Tuffy, we heard you're hanging out with a, a domestic terrorist named Michael Dell." What do you? Oh, well, I think I'm going to find out when I go get on that plane to go to Disney. And they say, sorry, you're on the fly list. What if they knock on your very confused. What if they knock on your door, Tuffy, and say, Hey, it's time to get your vaccine. Roll up that sleeve. I don't answer the door also, I don't really care. I'll get a vaccine. Oh, you'll get a vaccine? No problem. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. I mean I'm not gonna like actively pursue it. They well, they might actively pursue you if you don't. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my attitude to most things in life is if it shows up at my door, yeah, sure, that's fine. But I'm not going to go find anything. Oh, oh, the other the other great thing I want to bring up, uh, of course, we spent the last year people just shitting on Trump for not taking COVID and, uh, like, not taking it serious enough and not doing more to lock things down. Then crazy how this works out. But just this week, studies came out saying lockdowns don't work. And then they had to reopen businesses. And uh, de, uh, de Blasio in New York said, yeah, we're going to reopen New York soon. And your little mayor in, in Chicago, she's like, yeah, we're going to yeah. reopen up Chicago soon. Yeah, we need to reopen everything right away. It, it's crazy how that happened, huh? And now no one's going to question it. They'll be like, oh, yeah, well, the science says it's a dozen. You dumb fucks. This is all just an orchestra. <laughs> this has all been orchestrated. Connect the thoughts on this. Uh, again, flatten the curve, really, two weeks. Just trace the money <laughs> from China to who it went to, and it all starts to make sense. And the big, great reset and uh, build back better. It's kind of hard to deny it at this point, but uh, just a crazy conspiracy theorist. Don't worry. Crazy. Yeah. Um, any else, anything else, Tuffy, that caught your eye recently? I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh... Usual bullshit. Uh, oh, well, now, there was a lady. A lady was arrested in Texas for voter fraud, like for large huh. scale voter fraud, not just random. Like, so it was one of the ladies that Project Veritas caught on undercover video. They actually arrested her. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as the election integrity stuff goes, like if anybody ever believed any of this stuff had integrity, like, eh. yeah, it was all nonsense. Uh, again, as I've said many times, no power in voting. All the powers and counting the votes. Yeah. Now, um, just another. Where do, we, where do we go from here with election stuff? Oh, wait, go. Well, this, well, yeah, yeah one else. other quick thing uh, is there is a podcast. Uh, the Reply All podcast has an episode about QAnon. I don't know if you've listened to that. No. Um, that's interesting where the as an investigation talks to a person who was one of the people who helped start 4chan with the people who had started 2chan and that the QAnon post was originally a person posting, but then 
there's all kinds of stuff about the password changing and how it was this person who was like the founder of 4chan and 8chan was actually the person posting pretending to be this other person who had actually posted under QAnon and might be worth a listen. Yeah, the QAnon thing, I would like to think maybe when it started, it could have been real. But I, it's just the minute they started talking about it on mainstream media, because yeah. it was around for like a year or so before anyone mentioned it on mainstream media. The minute it started being talked to mainstream, you knew it was fake. Like it wasn't real because they just would never have talked about it if it was legit. If it was any legit threat to any source of power, it would never have been mentioned. And yeah. then when you had QAnon posts, like, kind of talking about war with Iran and promoting wars, you knew, oh, wait, well, this is bullshit. Um, and, and, again, we're get ready for the war with Iran. No matter who gets in there, we're definitely going to go to Iran. Um, but I, I guess Biden will be doing that soon. Um, unless the good guys come in and save the day. How, yeah. how long do you think how, – how long do you think Biden lasts? I mean – I have he no looks, idea. He's he looks like a health shit. nut. He looks fit. Well, he certainly looks like someone took a roll of scotch tape and, you know, stuck it to the sides of his face and just yanked backwards. So, yeah, it'll be uh, interesting. He's like, uh, I think there's Futurama. There's one uh, Professor Farnsworth does that or something. That's what I think of when I see Joe Biden. I, I still can't get my head wrapped around Joe Biden. As or no, it's a face. Simpsons thing maybe where the kids pull Grandpa Simpson's skin back. That's what that's what Joe Biden kind of looks like to me. I still can't believe he's going to be president. It just makes no sense to me. I cannot yeah. grasp it. It makes no sense. And then even worse would be Kamala Harris being president. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I did watch because uh, I am probably more tolerant of the mainstream media than you are yes. in terms of what I can watch. Because I watched 60 Minutes last week. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. They interviewed Nancy Pelosi. And uh, at some point, the I forget who the interviewer was, but he said, let me bring up the A word. He's like, A word? Age. You're 81 years old. He's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's fucking old, lady. You could die any second, literally. Because the question was in regards to how come you aren't bringing, oh, it was your 80. Steny Hoyer, who's your number two, is 81. So-and-so, who's the number three, is like 78 or whatever. It's like, what do you say to criticisms that you're not bringing young people into the leadership of your party? She's like, well, we are bringing young people in. It's like, he just listed your average age for your leadership is like 94. At any point, did he call her the dried up husk of an alcoholic cunt? I don't know. Because I do wonder, it's like, okay, you know, being I'm 36 now, where 36 doesn't seem as old as it did when I was 22. When I'm 80, am I going to think 80's not old? Or am I going to remember... That if you're 80, you are old as balls. Tuffy, I'm 45 and I feel old as balls. Listen, yeah. um, I spend every day of my life thinking I could die at any second. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how these 80 year old people can. I don't know how they do it. They just keep. Well, there's like. Away. I mean, there's almost no way I'm making it to 80, but. <laughs> yeah, with the Taco Bell and the cigarettes and yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not a recipe for. Hey, hey, I don't think. Hey, Tuffy, we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time, right? Exactly. <laughs> and then, what could be a better time than this? Taco Bell and cigarettes. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Taco Bell and cigarettes. So, all right. I guess uh, that's about it because it was just a quick episode to catch people up on stuff. But uh, just to review, the Capitol, all bullshit. It was a photo op orchestrated. It was allowed to happen. Um, censorship bad. 
<laughs> you should be outraged. Even if you hate Trump, you should be outraged that they uh, are censoring him like that. Although I think I said I saw someone say he's back on Facebook today. They put him back on Facebook today. So. Oh, that's nice. Because I don't know if you noticed this, but Twitter stock crashed. They lost a shit ton of money. Yeah. So we'll see if they they backtrack now because money, you know, does everything. Um, also, keep an eye on Bitcoin. Bitcoin was going nuts. Did you see how high Bitcoin was? Yeah. Good lord. That now, if you see it get that high, now I think it backed down a little bit. I haven't looked at it lately, but it was ridiculously high there. That means big money's going in there, you know, and that means like the dollar's going to tank soon. I think. Well, that's not good. All my money's in dollars. <laughs> yes, that's not going to be good for anybody. But again, that's part of the Great Reset. You got to undermine the U.S. Got to got to weaken the United States to get everybody pulling for that one world government. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so maybe if there's a miracle and some good people exist and all the heroes will come out on Wednesday and save the day, who knows, Tuffy, it could happen. All the heroes will rise up. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a hero, so, you know, don't expect much out of me. Yeah. I won't even be awake by the time all this goes down. Uh, I'll be, I'll um, be at work just hanging out. So maybe miracles can happen. And then uh, next time we're back, maybe in a week or so after Pete Ojo gets in there, we'll recap uh, that stuff. And then I'll finally get to the, the power structure in the world of, like, the different levels of who's controlling what and Man. who's at the top of the pyramid. Is it Larry? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, Tuffy. I guess that's it. So uh, until next time, what's my catchphrase? Oh, it's a big club, and you ain't in it. Follow the monkeys. There's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There's a reason education sucks, and it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They've got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers, obedient 
workers, people who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your Social Security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people, white collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all. At all. At all. Yeah. You know? And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it.